See, everyone has their own metronome inside their head. It ticks at a certain BPM. It can grow faster or slows down. Either way, it's unique, but not one of a kind. So keep that in mind when interacting with others. Understand that the human you are interacting with may have a faster or slower BPM than you do. Here, I'll give you an example. Some people talk really fast and in return processes things in their mind fast. This doesn't make them smart. It doesn't make them intelligent either. It just means the BPM inside their head is at a higher rate. To those who don't have a high BPM, they feel daunted speaking to them. They feel overwhelmed, but that by all means does not mean they are less smart or they're lesser. It means they must try and harmonize. The faster speaking person may learn something faster. The slower speaker, the latter. But that does not mean they learn things better or worse. It just means it takes more time. Unfortunately, everyone is on a strict time scale. The true magic is when two people come together with the same BPM. Have you ever spoken to a complete stranger, but everything said or done just felt smooth? Like you just clicked? You were able to fully express yourself with no barrier. They just got it. That feeling is what I like to call a sync. You are synced, but no worries. You don't have to have this with everyone. If every instrument played at the same time in a song, it would sound like shit. You must harmonize together. Now comes where only real can recognize real. There are people out there in this world with the ability to change their BPM. They can adapt to others to simply click or sync with other people. Those people have a skill they have mastered. Those people are the ones who you see getting along with the most and having people just like them for no real reason. They have friends in every area or just simple friendly people. Not everyone has to be friends. Just because you talk to someone and get along with them doesn't make you friends. But that's for another time. Being able to shift and slow down or speed up can make your life a lot smoother. It won't be perfect, no one's life is. In fact, these people have a giant flaw that I would know personally. During a time where they interact with a lot of people all the time, they are constantly trying to sync. They sometimes mess up and become desynced, but the worst of it all for these special people is when they get home and they are alone, isolated from another BPM. They forget what their BPM is. They've totally lost it trying to sync with others. Now everything you do feels off rhythm or too slow, or maybe like you can't comprehend something you were able to before. It's a feeling of doubt, a feeling of unworthiness. You know, Robin Williams had this gift and something that comes with it is when you sync with others, you lose sync with yourself. This can lead to heart crushing things. Many people fight this feeling, and I must say to those listening that relate to anything I've said here, your BPM is perfect. Go out and find someone who harmonizes with you. Find that sync, but never, ever forget who you are, what your BPM is. Don't change yourself, only the speed. It can be hard at times. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Topic. This episode is about mindsets. But more specifically, shallow, deep, weak, and strong. Some call it thinking. 
as in deep thinking, strong thinking. But for simplicity, I'm just going to label it as a deep mindset or strong mindset because it's quite literally how your mind is set or in actual literal terms, an established set of attitudes held by someone. And with this verbiage, held by someone is where the term dropping the attitude comes from. Just a fun fact, I guess. Let's start by acknowledging something that's very, very important. And I use this a lot. So if you ever find me quoting this, this is what I mean. Nothing in the world besides math is black and white. Which means everything else is gray. Either dark gray, light gray, kind of gray. Nothing other than mathematics in life is black and white. Mathematics, Mathematics has an answer set. There is a wrong and a right. There are algorithms that work and those that don't. In life though, that is not the case. There is no right or wrong. There is no algorithm to success or happiness. There's only what works for you. And what works for you does not have to work for anyone else. If you right now cannot agree with this statement, I would insist turning off this episode for you won't like anything else I'm about to talk about. Let's start with a shallow mindset. To define a shallow mindset simply is lacking rational depth. To further explain metaphorically, someone who is a shallow thinker see a tree, maybe even a few trees. They see the squirrel jumping from limb to limb, the pine cones on the ground covered in dead leaves. But a deep thinker, a deep thinker sees the whole forest, the eagle above with the squirrel in its sights, the future of the forest laying there upon the ground. A shallow thinker likes to fill in things they don't know with magic, unproven things, to save them from the unknown. A shallow thinker tends to also talk themselves into thinking they are right. The more they speak their mind, the more solidified they become with their opinion. And unfortunately for these kinds of people, it's hard for them to see this happening. It makes making better future decisions harder for them and leads to a stressful and difficult life. This doesn't mean they can't be great at something. It doesn't mean they can't find love. It doesn't mean they are not valued. They absolutely are. A shallow thinker is no less than a deep thinker. They deserve the same respect, love, and compassion. They only require a different style of help and guidance. As I said before, there is no right or wrong. There is only gray here. Someone may be super shallow or fairly deep. There are people with many diseases and illnesses out there that should not be treated as less for having them. The only people that should be treated as less are those who go out of their way to intently do evil and cause harm to those who are undeserving. The people who are evil and intend to act as so have no place on earth other than to be an example to others with the same intention that it will not be tolerated. Evil is a prerequisite to good. Without one there is no other. We are all humans that understand the purpose of humans and that is simply to survive long enough humans to reproduce humans and allow them to survive long enough for them to reproduce them. In order to survive as a species, we must take the mantle, we must eat and drink, which requires a sacrifice in another species, whether plants or animals or both. It must be done, or we as a race will perish. My point is, evil is also gray, good is also gray. But some call good, some will call evil, the only thing that is innately evil is stopping the progression of humanity and further reproduction or evolution. Shallow thinkers have great things about them as do everyone else. 
But in order to understand why someone is the way they are, you must understand the opposite gray area, deep thinkers. A deep thinker is defined as somebody with deep rational depth, a process of information that is deep to understand what is and what isn't given to you. And to quote an article by Steve Mueller, To think deeply means to go beyond what you think you know. It means to let go of preconceived ideas in order to discover the truth. By cultivating the skills of deep thinking, we can gain freedom of thought. The deeper your thinking becomes, the more focused and meaningful your actions will be. Instagram, but uh, yeah, she's great. Huge ass, big old tits. Damn, she can smoke the fuck out of some weed, you know what I mean? I think I found the girl, bro. She's really the one for me. I mean, she even bought me some new AirPod Pros. This thing's ain't cheap, as you know. I mean, we got together at this party last weekend, and she was with her man, but we already fucked, so you know she already mine. Anyways, call me back anytime, man. Uh, gonna go hang out with my mom this afternoon. And then I'll be free to hop on some Call of Duty later tonight, if you're on. Anyways, peace out. Hey, Harry. Good afternoon. Uh, You hear Anne got moved up to being a marketing manager? Crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I was going to see if she wanted to take lunch with me, like, this week. But now I have to, right? Right. Wow. All right, all right, yeah. I mean, she makes like double what I make. That's sexy. You've seen her Facebook post about how she tries like all the star stuff, right? I mean, like, you've, she might be one of those kind of girls. Dude, who that, cares if she's crazy? Maybe I can finally move out of my studio loft into like an actual house. Wow, you're, you're thinking like she's the one? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to try and do anything I can do to be her man. I mean, I can always find a girl I actually like later. She could probably even, like, you know, fight for me to get promoted up with her. So, like, then once, like, I divorce her and whatever, I'll still keep my higher paying job. Because I don't really want to marry someone who's making more money than me. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. Right? I mean, no way. (laughs) Anyways, anyways. I'll I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. On the greens. You too, Harry. See you around. These are signs of someone being shallow. There are more signs, but these are easier to understand and articulate. But for reference, here are the eight signs. Sign number one is being narcissistic, either grandiose narcissism or vulnerable narcissism, being narcissistic in general. Number two is psychopathic, emotionally shallow, or in other words, affectively shallow. Number three would be poor listening skills not being interested, focusing towards your own thoughts while someone else is talking is a form of being shallow as well. Number four would be not believing in true love or a true romantic relationship. 
And this is not due to them being hurt by love in the past, but simply believing it cannot happen or nor care about it. Number five would be not having feeling of unrealized potential. That one's fairly easy to understand. Number six would be being loquacious and loud. The shallow brook babbles the loudest. For number seven, it would be being materialistic, valuing material belongings instead of thoughtful, deeper traits of someone's being. And then number eight would be having a high value on physical traits. While it is necessary to value physical traits, putting them above everything else can lead to being a shallow person. Those are the signs of being a shallow person by the amazing Dr. Todd Grande. And to touch on being a deep-minded person, one of the symptoms of this way of thinking can lead to depression and overwhelming feeling of self-doubt and the feeling of everything that was once easy is now daunting. Being a deep-minded person does have its flaws, but being a deep-minded person can make meaning out of what you are doing. Onto the shorter second half of mindsets where you can be a combination of two. Obviously, everything here is gray, which means I'm not stating that one person is completely shallow or completely deep, nor completely weak or completely strong. There is an unorganized way these are portrayed through everyone. Being a strong-minded person means you believe in things fully and will follow through on your word. Strong-minded people lend to be leaders, bosses, but they also are capable of terrible things. For the weak, listen to the strong, and the strong are not always right, nor good. Having a strong mindset is seen as artificial, or narcissistic, arrogant, or pompous. Your opinions rarely change, your beliefs are hardwired, and you won't accept any amount of research or facts that disprove what you believe. While good and bad, it's all on you. Having a weak mindset is, yes, the opposite. Your opinions are easily manipulated, changed. You don't fully believe in yourself. You tend to listen more and speak out less given that you are not fully confident that what you are saying is right. Those who do not speak out, you listen, absorb, and believe. I consider many religious people to have weak minds, but the worst are the ones with the strongest. While this isn't an episode on religion, which I will have in the future, I would like to point out that you can be strong and shallow-minded, you can be deep and weak-minded. You can be a mixture of all four, but when it comes to people with strong religious beliefs, I have found that it's almost always that they were weak-minded. Then, as the strong-minded spewed their religion at them, they listened. Now, after years or a lifetime of hearing it, they have developed a strong mindset around it and are unwavering on those other ideologies. Being able to sit back and ask yourself, am I shallow? is an indication that you are not all the way shallow, so congrats. With deep and shallow, being deep will bring a better, smoother, and more prosperous life. But being weak or strong-minded, you don't want to fall on one. You want to be in the balance, in the middle, taking information as it comes, filtering it, and validating your trust. Don't manipulate others into thinking you are right. Simply understand that you might be wrong and that's okay. Simply understanding that your emotions are completely justified should help you. No one can say you don't feel sad 
or that you don't feel lonely. While you can lie to yourself, I suppose, but if you truly feel that way, then no one can say you don't. Now to my why the fuck did I just listen to this guy speak segment. Whether you are weak-minded, a deep thinker, or the latter, you deserve love, attention, and compassion. Everyone on this planet deserves the opportunity to live and make mistakes. The shallow brook babbles the loudest, so keep calm, speak your mind when you feel you should, and own it when you are wrong. It's okay being wrong, because if you are never wrong, you are never right. While the opposite, when someone else is wrong, forgive them if you feel that is right. Allow them to become educated or understand. After this episode, pause before playing another amazing episode of mine and think, who do I know is shallow or weak-minded? Who do I know is deep or strong-minded? And then self-assess. I would like to end this episode with an amazing quote. To be truly positive in the eyes of some, you have to risk appearing negative in the eyes of others. By Chris Jamie. Thank you for listening to Love, Death, and Topic. To quickly address my absence, I'm no longer a professional artist. I'm no longer a live streamer. I've started my journey on building my own business. I will continue doing this podcast for fun. And please do follow this podcast. It's free. You can always unfollow me if you ever don't like what I say. Also, if you like the podcast, share it to somebody else you feel would like the podcast. My name is Yara Samurai. I'd love to see you in the next episode. I'm out.